Good morning, everyone. This is Judith I hope You're listening to Mad Love. Welcome to the show. Welcome to your life. What's good? Happy, happy Thursday. So check it out. The um, Spotify podcaster stats kind of came out yesterday. And this podcast has grown exponentially. It's not just in my imagination. So thank you very much. I think those were just the stats for uh, because Anchor is owned by Spotify now. I think those stats were for just uh, Spotify growth, but I'm not sure. Either way, it was pretty cool to see, you know, they make a little movie for you. So if you use Spotify, you get it as a user. But also if you're um, an artist or a creator of content, they send you another movie. So that was very, very cool to just see the numbers, to see the growth. Um, our, our, I think the first place, uh, and I might be confusing this, but the country that listened to us for the first time in 2020, I want to say was like the Netherlands or something. It was very cool. If you guys are interested, I'll um, actually pull open the email and uh, go through all of it again and get the deets. Uh, I'll probably do that anyway, because <laughs> I didn't, I just remembered, uh, I got it yesterday. I just remembered right now that I wanted to mention that. Thank you so very much. You guys are the best. You've been listening. You've been participating. People have reached out to me through other mediums like um, Twitter and Facebook. And if you know me, you just text me like, hey, what what you talking about? Or <laughs> you give me a call. <laughs> so of course, that's not the majority of people. But uh, there are people who just text me like, wait, well, who are you talking about in this podcast? Is it me? No, it's not you. So anyway, it's been a good year. It really has. Uh, it's been nice to grow the podcast. You guys have been really awesome and supportive. And, you know, I, I can see the numbers. So it's really awesome. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Uh, yesterday, I was a little annoyed because I was super excited that the, the Steeler Ravens game was finally going to happen. I go to my uh, NBC here and it's blacked out. I never knew this actually happened. So, you know, when you're you're uh, I have DirecTV, so when your satellite provider or your cable company fights with a network, whatever, they take your TV station away. I never actually saw that happen. I've always seen the threat of it happening. So I go to look at it, and of course I take to Twitter like, what the F? Where's, you know, I waited a week for the game because uh, I was really looking forward to it on Thanksgiving because to me, that was the perfect Thanksgiving. I was able to deliver all the food. And then I came home and I sat and watched football. And that was the game I really wanted to see. So then I finally get to it yesterday afternoon. And I got this, uh, your service provider and Tegna are fighting. So then I took to Twitter and um, uh, DirecTV did write me. But also this dude was like, turn to channel 410 or whatever. So I get to the channel. He's like, it's in Spanish, but still. And I was like, but still, thank you. Listen, those Spanish announcers, I did not understand a word they were saying. I didn't even know they dedicated this much time to American football um, in in Spanish. You know what I mean? Like, these guys were going in, and you couldn't understand. I couldn't understand anything other than the players' names and, uh, you know, the universal, oh, no, or uh-oh. Like, that's pretty universal. <laughs> so when Robert Griffin III pulled up lame, uh-oh, Oh, no. Oh, no. So, like, you know, 
that's pretty universal. So I understood that. And then it was like, da 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 being the ruthless beggar. And uh, yeah, they I mean, it was just really animated. They get into it. It wasn't like, go, but it was close. <laughs> it was close. There was a lot of energy in that broadcast. They make uh, like Troy Aikman and uh, Joe Buck seem like they're on uh, sedatives. I mean, these guys are animated. Benny Snell. You know, Chase Claypool. Just real animated. It was awesome. What a great experience. Uh, You know, you got to try new things. Listen, it makes me want to learn Spanish so I can understand what they're saying. Because they are animated. Like I said, it makes our people seem like they're on Valium. These guys are like into it. So anyway, watch the game in Spanish. Thank you to the brother that suggested that on Twitter. And it was quite the experience. Uh, I might just watch stuff that I I am familiar with in Spanish from here on out. Because they just bring it. They bring the enthusiasm. (laughs) They bring the energy. You know, you almost feel like, you know, music is going to start pumping, you know, when when they're not talking, you know, bop, 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 you know, just get it going. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was pretty good. So anyway, that was my experience yesterday. I was frustrated with, uh, but for the most part, life is good. You know, uh, if you guys really, really want to, uh, be amused and get a glimpse into some of my frustrations with living in St. Louis, we deserve a better city. We just do. Um, and not all for the stuff that you think it's not for Ferguson and not, you know, not just that. In fact, Ferguson is actually quite lovely. It's only one part of Ferguson that has become low income and high crime. You know, there's still a lot of really lovely parts to Ferguson. I digress. So check out, uh, someone named Jane Duker on Twitter. Her last name is spelled D U E K E R. You should check her out. She's really animated and she's very much on top of a lot of things that are going on in, in our city and uh, our politics. Um, and she's reporting things that other news outlets won't. It's very strange, but she's really on top of things. And I, I think that, you know, St. Louis, we just deserve a better city. We deserve people who care about the city. Um, and, you know, I know it's just a a played out thing to say corruption all the time. But I think people have gone into politics, not everybody, but some people have gone into politics because A, it was the family business and B, business was good. Um, But also, I don't think they picked up the charm or the technique or the something of the previous generation. And the service element is completely lost. But that's pretty much nationwide. You got a self-serving guy as president. Um, There are a lot of people who are not serving other people. They're serving themselves. And it's kind of obvious. But that should be a part of it. You know, you should want to serve. You shouldn't want to just pick up a plate and, you know, make it for yourself. Some of the stuff we're witnessing now is sort of the equivalent of someone walking into a homeless shelter because it's free food and just making a plate and walking out, even though they don't really need a free plate of food. It's for people who need it. (laughs) It's a terrible analogy, but it's kind of what I'm thinking. It's like, don't serve yourself, serve the people. 
You know, don't go into the shelter. This is a better example. Going into the shelter, putting on the apron, getting behind the thing and making a plate. And instead of handing it to the homeless person, taking it and going to sit in the corner, eat it yourself. That's a better analogy. Boom. I knew I could do it. But uh, (laughs) yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. You got to be of service. And the one thing I've learned in all these years uh, of, of living and observing and having a good parent, my dad was very into service. He would always be like, you got to be a service. You got to be a service. Uh, and one thing I've learned is if you don't make yourself available for service, the universe will. And you don't want that. You don't want that. There are times in your life when when God, the universe, uh, how, whatever you want to call it, um, source energy, make sure that you are uh, humbled. And if you don't humble yourself, the universe will do it for you and you don't want that. To your knees, brutal stuff, you know. So people just need to be humble, not so effing greedy and uh you know serve so if you really want an insight into your own city if you live in st louis but also into kind of what i'm talking about most of the time when i'm frustrated with st louis and the crime and all this stuff check out jane duker she's fascinating and you know i don't know who who she works for or whatever but she has receipts she is not joking around and we just deserve a better city. I don't understand what's going on. The crime for me personally is really upsetting, mainly because someone just got murdered in my neighborhood and they clearly were chasing him for probably a good six to eight weeks. All of a sudden, my neighborhood had erupted in all this gunfire and it was close. Like I said, it wasn't off in the distance. It was like, wait, somebody tried to get killed. Somebody was trying to get killed like right down the street. Oh, okay. And that was happening quite a bit. And they, they got him a couple weeks ago. Uh, and I don't mean to be glib about them not being able to shoot. But, yeah, they can't shoot. There were a lot of bullets wasted. Um, and that's the scary part. We had somebody get murdered on the highway yesterday, in a, uh, last week, in a rolling gun battle. Uh, it wasn't even last week. It was a couple days ago, I think. Maybe Monday. And... Uh, you know, again, you killed this lady, but did you kill the person you were shooting at? I don't understand this. It's just really, it's terrifying. And the fact that that isn't leading the news every day and no one's going to march for this lady. No one's going to be upset. No one's going to protest. No one's going to ask, you know, what's the crime plan? We got all these, we got all these chiefs of police, you know, St. Louis is such a oddly, Uh, laid out place so there's more than one person that's in charge of things in the county you know we have 55 police um, departments 55 chiefs and it's just really hard to get anything done here and nobody wants to merge anything everybody wants to stay in control of their little corner of the world and I mean it's just a really odd place to live and I mean as long as it stays like this I don't see a lot of people coming here moving their businesses here that nobody would do that um we don't have tax credits so you're not gonna we're not turning into georgia so we're not gonna be making movies here i mean it's just there's a lot that's not right with the place 
and it needs to be fixed. But I love it. It's such a good place. There's so many good human beings here. And architecturally, it's beautiful. It's an old city. You know, there are parts when you drive through, you you swear you're in New Orleans. Because it's we have the we had the same French settlers, you know, um, they left here and went to New Orleans. You know what I mean? But they built their houses and stuff here, and we were an outpost. We were the gateway to the West. And I mean, we haven't been a world class city in a hundred plus years, but we can do better. We absolutely can do better. And you won't find a prettier city. I mean, it is really pretty, and there are good people here. We deserve better. We really do. Anyway, that is uh, the crime. Just It just has to stop. Uh, watch football in Spanish if you get a chance. <laughs> it is delightful. Um, and yeah, let's just keep wrapping things up. 2021 is around the corner. I'm excited. I think it's going to be a good year. I think change is a front in a lot of ways. And uh, as long as we can just be better people uh, and be better for this experience and move on. You know, because COVID's not going away. It's not going to evaporate on January 1st, but we can approach it better. I think uh, we've learned some hard lessons and I don't think it's smart to try to cripple our economy to fix it. Um, but, you know, it's 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 loose now. We're we're we can only hope to contain it. Um, but you can't contain it if you just keep shutting businesses down. That's just not going to work. So I think if if everybody committed to what we're doing now, we could it, we could do a much better job. But you've got all these people, certainly in Missouri, it's a good example. You've got all these rural people who never took to the masks. We have a governor that just never um, and, and he's had COVID. And I truly don't understand how this guy won reelection, but he did. Um, and, uh, you know, he didn't make a state mask mandate he didn't do anything statewide and you got all these rural people then all of a sudden you know now they're really getting it and now they're coming to St. Louis for care and it's like how is this fair I mean I don't want to deny people care who need it but seriously you all didn't do anything to try to stave it off you just made it seem like it was a a city thing and just only people in the cities get it and which is stupid and then now you know now you need care and I just don't understand why we why we are like this you know I just don't get it and like I said I don't want to deny people who need care access to it but I also think why how can we make them a priority when they never wore masks there's pictures of people all across the state who just refuse to wear a mask and now they have COVID and now they need to come to St. Louis I don't think that's fair Ugh, it's just so frustrating and we live in I live in a super red state and you know the only blue parts are the cities and it's just like St. Louis and Kansas City and I think wherever Mizzou is, Columbia. It's just not fair, dude. Let's all be smart. And how this thing got politicized, I'll never understand. What a bizarre year. And like I said, if we don't come out better for better for having endured all of this, then we did it wrong. And guess what? We'll have another pandemic. So we just need to be smarter. Let's just commit to that. 
Anyway, I'm washing my hands nonstop. I don't understand why people don't do that. Uh, I've always done that. And I wear my mask and I socially distance. And I just think it's smart because I don't want a virus. And I don't want you to get it either. And, you know, who wants to kill their grandma or someone that's immunosuppressed and you didn't realize it or, you know, all of it. It's just horrible. Let's just do better. Let's be better. You know, we can do that. I I know we can. It's just a matter of making up your mind that you want to do that. And, uh, you know, let's be rid of Trump and just let him go away. And yeah, that would be awesome. All right. That's all I got today. I hope everybody's doing well wherever they are. Please be safe. Please just wash your hands, wear your masks, do the social distancing, stay at home if you can. You know, really like commit. Okay. Follow the rules, people. Follow the rules. All right. Be your best.